Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts. Innovators. Creators. Storytellers. And the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. And this is the show where we keep you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. We talk with industry experts, innovators, creators, and storytellers about the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. And we broadcast live so you can ask the questions that matter most to you and your business. By the way, this show is brought to you by my friends over at Ecamm. So if you are wondering how we are doing this amazing overlays and this graphic, if you're listening to the podcast, I mean, it's it's amazing. You need to really check it out. But you can find out more by going to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. But I wanted to introduce really quick my amazing co-host, Eric Fisher. He is, uh, if you don't know who he is, he is a uh, producer and host of the long-running Beyond the To-Do List podcast for over eight years, where he talks to real people who implement practically practical productivity strategies in their professional and personal lives. He's also the director of social media education for Agora Pulse. So Eric, tell us a little bit about what you do at Agora Pulse and what is actually coming up, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, well, the biggest thing, as uh, you can see, is that we are doing a free summit. It is next week. It is focused in on Instagram. It is all day, Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, 8.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. There'll be keynotes from Ann Handley and Carrie O'Shea-Gorgon and Jen Herman, and then 30-plus breakout sessions covering Instagram Reels, Instagram Stories, IGTV, guides, and more. You're going to come away with this uh, come away from this event with a huge engaging uh, ability to have strategy and tactics to level up your business on Instagram. It's going to be great. And I'm doing a talk to uh, I'm doing an overview on Instagram's history up till recent history and then kind of some predictions reading the tea leaves from me and I even grabbed a couple of other experts uh, insights to throw in the mix. But it's you can find out more by going to summit agorapulse.com go there now go register because even if you can't join us on the day you can watch all the replays so again that's next wednesday uh again go to summit.agorapulse.com for the social pulse summit instagram edition that's awesome so i can't wait to check it out because it's going to be amazing but the the big news is we are joined today by my friend Stephanie Liu, and we're going to be talking about live shopping on Amazon and social media. What you need to know about using live video to sell on on social media and that e-commerce giant that we all know and love, 
uh, Amazon. So if you don't know who Stephanie is, she is a live streaming expert, speaker, and consultant, and a cert- certified neurologistic, I can't even say it, NLP trainer. So neurologistic programming. She is founder of Captivate on, on Command and host of Lights Camera Live, which is focused on helping brands succeed with live video. She's also the co-founder of Leap Into Live Streaming and the co-author of the book, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, which if you uh, were, we were trying to get you set up on Amazon, but it just didn't work. But anyway, make sure you go check out Stephanie's book. It's amazing. Tons of awesome things to implement for your strategies on live video and on social media. So it's full of so much stuff. You need guys, you guys need to go check that out. Stephanie, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me pull up your title. Yes. Lights Camera Live. It's an amazing show. I, you know, I try to catch it as much as possible. So excited to have you talk about this because you have been like diving in deep about all this stuff with selling online. So I've been following your stream. So I'm I'm really excited to to pick your brain today. Eric, kick us off with this first, you know, bit of news that we're going to, we're going to dive into and then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. But I do need to first call out that the irony of you not being able to pronounce the word neuro linguistic. I know. So. I just, because of linguistics. I can't, so, there even, you go. It's, I can't talk today. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not one of those days. All right, let's kick it off with the news. Here we go. So uh, first off that the announcement is, is that Shopify is now going to integrate its shop pay checkout technology, which is used by a lot of people uh, with Facebook and Instagram, which is a huge move in terms of people people being able to make purchases right on these native social platforms. It means that Shopify merchants, which a lot of people are using, are going to be able to sell their products using Facebook and Instagram's native e-commerce capabilities. And it's going to basically make consumers... Uh, enable consumers to pay for goods via that shop pay Uh, on all those platforms. And so uh, for for those of us who don't know or don't have access to these native e-commerce capabilities on Facebook and Instagram, Stephanie, um, can you maybe explain a little bit? I know you're all about shopping. Can you explain to our audience what Shopify is talking about here? Enlighten us on how uh, this is different from just going live and talking about your product. Oh, absolutely. Going live and just talking about your product, that's easy to do, right? Because you're always trying to direct people to say, and if you want to purchase this right now, go to this link. But sometimes when you do that, you're actually taking the user outside of the live shopping experience or the live streaming experience. So they could get distracted, something else can happen. When you have something like ShopPay and it's readily available for them to purchase right then and there. It's easy just to have a click with all of your credit card information and make the purchase and still be a part of that user experience. So I think it's pretty seamless in that sense. I also think it's trouble. I also think it's trouble because I can't tell you how many things I probably bought over the pandemic (laughs) that I should have bought. I think the strangest thing I ever purchased was a green screen shirt because I figured, hey, someday I will need this. So your head's just, is it just your head like floating on screen? Is that what you would use a green screen shirt for? I tried it and my husband walked into my office like, I, woman, I don't know what you're doing, but (laughs) whatever pays the bills. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so can you tell us, because this is really interesting and I have a Shopify store I mostly use for testing stuff because I do a lot of Pinterest things because it integrates really well with that. But can you tell us, you know, who actually has access to shops on Instagram and Facebook. You know, when shops was first introduced, like uh, in mid, uh, 
May or June, I think in 2020, we recall it being like a limited rollout. Is that still the case? Because um, it was kind of hard to see who had it and who didn't. As far as from what I've seen, I, I feel like it's still a, a limited rollout. Those that have a, a Facebook shop are able to leverage it, but you guys would know also as well if you've read anything. I just know that for yeah. our clients, some have them and some don't. Yeah, so I don't have it right now, and some, but like you said, some of my clients do. So if you guys have it, let us know down below if you have it and if what your thoughts are about it, because I'm really interested because I think this is kind of the future of where things are going, this, the way it's for people to really easily and quickly um, do kind of this stuff. So back to the news, you know, Shopify is is now, you know, integrating this shop pay checkout technology with Facebook and Instagram. But, um, you know, what do you think that this will, ha- I'm a little worried, you know, Facebook has this kind of, oh, I don't know, reputation of letting things out a little bit. Um, so do you think people, because it, what it does is kind of saves your, from what I understand, it saves your information so it makes it really easy to check out. Um, Facebook has a kind of a bad reputation about that. Do you think that's going to be a hindrance or people are like, I don't care, I saw this on Instagram, I'm just going to buy it because it's cool. It's a green, you know, shirt that I can make my head float <laughs> around the background. <laughs> yeah, you know, That is something that does come up with clients because even with Facebook and nonprofits, you know how you could actually have like a a fundraiser for your nonprofit. We had brought that over to our clients and it was the same concern about Facebook's reputation, about having that credit card information online because you don't know what's going to happen with your user data. What I would say is that I what I would say is my baby's here. Hey, it's live. It's awesome. Architect or a scientist? Scientist. Okay. okay. She wanted to know if she should be an architect or a scientist. And that was really important. That was okay. very important. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, it's awesome. Where was I? So oh, yeah, I don't I even know good. that because that was amazing. And I really now, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be a scientist or a, an architect. There's so many good things about both. And now we've alienated half of our audience because you told them. She sold me, I yeah. think. Yes. Um, so go ahead, Eric. The trust issue, I think, is where we, yeah. were, we were talking about the trust yeah. issue. Yeah. So I think I think there are those people that are willing to be a risk taker when it comes to shopping on Instagram. Some people still don't realize that Instagram and Facebook are like from the same company. Right. right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say that if you are cautious about your credit card information, some people might have like a gift card solely dedicated for shop pay, or they might have um, a separate credit card that's not tied to your direct bank account. Those are some things that even Winnie Sun, I don't know if you know her, but she's mm-hmm. a very, very big on financial wealth. And she gives a lot of tips about you shopping online during the middle of a pandemic and stimulus checks and all that other stuff. So those would be some good consumer habits to have. Gotcha. So so you've done some experiments with this, you know, just, let's just talk about just doing it live on Facebook, you know, selling on Facebook. What have you done to like, I guess, create a sense of urgency or to, you know, I, cause there, I think there's some training right now. Cause most of the time when we watch Facebook lives, we don't think about, you know, we can buy stuff. So have you like experimented with some cool ways to get people to buy? I mean, are you doing contests? What kind of things are you doing uh, to get people like engaged in that selling process with your lives? Oh, it's so it's 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 fun. It's it's really interesting to see how it plays out. So 
first of all, when you're doing a live stream, Jeff is going through this right now. <laughs> when you're right. doing a live stream, there are so many different moving parts. And so what I find is that having a run of show on another device, whether it's like on your iPad or your phone, relatively close, it keeps me on track. And so on Facebook Live, things that I have tested out for promoting, let's say, hey, you want to book a discovery call, then I would use the external link feature that's a mm. part of Facebook Live Studio, right? And that always surprises people because like, wait, how did you do that? And I find that whenever you do something that's surprising is a pattern interrupt on Facebook, people are more likely to pay attention, which I think is always exciting. So I've done that. Um, I find that that's really cool because, again, they could tap it and it takes them out real quick and they could view it or, you know, you could drop it in the comments and the same thing happens. But mm. I think just seeing that overlay is really nice to have uh, because you're also on Ecamm. I've seen other people get really, really creative with the overlays itself where they'll have a, a countdown timer right <laughs> it says like like this is how many minutes we have left in this episode so you better act now because this promo code is gonna poof, poof disappear and they'll throw in sound effects and i think that's really fun mm, very very cool so i i wanted i want to pull up a comment here because grace said this she goes i can testify stephanie lou made me buy the best steam cleaner uh, with one tiktok so so we've been, we're going to talk a little bit in this next section about how Facebook live shopping kind of works and some things with that. But you're doing it on TikTok as well. So kind of explain what is Grace talking about? And are you selling over on TikTok? No, it was OK. So it's one of those things where it wasn't intentional. It was the fact that I have like this super I had a super grease, greasy oven. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how the heck do I clean this thing? And I got a steam cleaner. And I just I turned it on and I was like, and it, the grease just disappeared. And I was like, shut up, stop, <laughs> film this. So then I filmed it and I made it into a TikTok and I posted it on Facebook because, you know, right. why not? Right. And then at that point, Grace saw it, she shared it. And then her other friends saw it and not thinking about it at first, I didn't have the Amazon affiliate link to it. And then everyone was tagging me like, can you, can you send me your link? I was like, oh yeah. So then I added the link a couple of days later, I went into the Amazon affiliate dashboard and I sold like probably 10 steam cleaners. Funny. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Wow. See, see, that's the power of like social uh, live and video and being able the social selling stuff. So that's just, I think that's so much fun. And thanks, Grace, for sharing that. I, so I want to go into our next segment when we're talking about, you know, how can we actually sell directly from a live stream? And so one of the things, and Stephanie, you know, wrote some articles about, she wrote this article for Entrepreneur that she, and she cites a report that 265 million Chinese internet users bought goods via live streams starting in 2020. Uh, and so like one in two video streaming watchers, they're, they're potential video shopping buyers. So as we kind of dig into this a little further, you know, the, the live shopping revolution, you know, it's well established over in China where, you know, mobile uses habit, habit make it a lot easier for e-commerce. Um, do you think we're going to see the same results in the U.S. market? Oh, absolutely. I definitely think that we could see a trend coming to North America. Uh, one example that one of my clients have is... There, it's live scale TV, which actually ties into your Shopify account. And one of their clients is Jenny Bird. 
And when she had first launched her very first live shopping show on LiveScale, almost one in two viewers made a purchase during the event. And what she found was that she was getting 26% conversions in less than 60 minutes. And I found that absolutely fascinating because before, like the very, very first live stream that I did for a client was for Chef Master Chef Claudia Sandoval. And it was for her cookbook. Mm. And we did a three hour live stream and we had about 178,000 downloads of her book within 24 hours, right? But in the whole experience, we were always just like, oh, it's here in the comments, go over here, go over here. With live scale, what's fascinating about it is that when you're live streaming, so Jeff, like when you're live streaming, you would actually have a dashboard of analytics that shows you how much inventory you have, mm-hmm. how much you've actually sold, how many people have left, um, have used the promo code and the questions that they have. So wow. the whole entire experience, I think for those that are used to live streaming, when they see the combination of live shopping together with live streaming, oh, it's going to be a complete game changer. They're going to be like, why wasn't I doing this before? <laughs> wow. So, Eric, I, I, I've got some comments that I'm writing down, but Eric, you had a question for uh, Stephanie as well. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my thought is, is so um, with this rolling out, what can, you know, retailers in the U.S. and I guess all over the world, you know, where this revolution is primed to happen, uh, what can they do to prepare now for this eventuality? Yeah, I would say start thinking about your run of show. Like, remember all those QVCs, Home Shopping Network? I would study that run of show on how they're actually getting their viewers to tune in, how they're creating that FOMO experience of like, hey, you want this now? Act now, right? What are the call to actions? How are how are they leveraging the psychology of consumer habits? Putting that into it. I would also even say, if you don't have the gear yet, have the gear. I love... I love the Amazon live shows where they have you talking to the camera and then they have an overhead camera on top where you're like unboxing the video or mm. you're doing this and you're doing that because the most fascinating thing is that I think it was in 2019, their total shopping revenue, right? Live shopping generated about 60 billion in global sales in 2019 and us honestly accounted for 1 billion of that slice. And if we're talking about other influencers, let's say Kim Kardashian West, sorry, I'm dropping her onto your show, but she (laughs) actually sold 150,000 bottles of perfume in just mere seconds. Mm. This tells you that like people are ready to buy and they're looking for an experience where, you know, if you're a fan of a specific influencer or a specific brand, right? Let's say Elgato. I love Elgato, Mm -hmm. but if Elgato did a live stream And I know that like Jeff and Eric and Mike and like the rest of the crew are there and they're getting the new Elgato ring light. I'm like, man, FOMO, they're going to have it. And I'm not right. Yeah. That's going to push me to buy. I could even say just hanging out in the Ecamm live community, the number of mentions of the mini, the Mac mini M1. I was like, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. But then when you hear it like week after week after week and everyone's showing you their new setup, I was like, okay, done. Here it is right there. I've got uh, (laughs) two Elgato, you know, key lights. I've got, now I have the big monster stream deck and the small stream. Yeah, it's, it's totally, that's all FOMO purchases right there. So totally get you. So I I wanted to, you know, 
and we, we'll we'll drop the link to Stephanie's articles down below because she does a really great job on, on in entrepreneur uh, writing about this. But she provided uh, two creative way and strategic ways to use live uh, shopping in that article. Like one was selling spices, like using them during a live cooking show from your kitchen. You know, luxury accessories. You talked about showcasing yourself wearing it or featuring featuring on a model from your you know your living room runway. So the question is, does live selling have to be physical? shippable products have you used live shopping to like sell your consulting services or training and if so how do you do that yeah so i've done live shopping in the sense of if you want to book a discovery call it's kind of what i talked about earlier you could have an external link that pops up that says hey if you've loved everything about the show and you're still struggling on how to set up your teleprompter (laughs) with your ecamm live book a call right now and I, and I find that that tends to work out really quite well. I've done other things too, where it's mentioning the book, like, Hey, I just gave you a, a couple of tips, but if you want the full chapters, there's three chapters in the book for you that covers like this whole entire experience. And so that's worked out relatively well. One thing that I want to go back to is, is Eric's question about how brands can leverage all this live streaming stuff and how to get started. I would say it's very similar to when you're live streaming, hop on and test with a small pilot series first, right? Don't make it like your big, big, big thing just yet. Do something that's relatively small, test it out. Maybe it's like your beta consumers or your hardcore fans, and then figure out, you know, who's the best host to be on camera because not everyone's the best host. Not, Not everyone's as amazing as Jeff and Eric, so... Got to give them kudos for that. Here's your five bucks. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you later. Yeah. (laughs) But I would say like, if you wanted to hire them, right. I'm sure there's so many live streamers that are more than welcome, more than happy to be like your MC, your host for your live shopping. And so try it with a small pilot, figure out what your whole entire sequence is going to be from promotion. Like, are you going to do an email blast stories, all that other stuff? What's your run of show for when you actually go live? And then because it's once it actually ends, the difference between this and your standard, I'm going live and I'm going to mention a product is your promo code should end, Mm. right? During your show, that's when that promo code or that price, the flash sale happens then. It's not something that you want to happen at the very end because you want people to show up. So I found that to be very interesting when I was working with LiveScale. Very cool. So I have some follow-up questions because I wanted to, and we have some some great questions I want to pull up from our live audience as well. But the the question I have is like, just kind of like how to set it up. You mentioned using it in Facebook live producer is where you would turn on shopping. Um, does every, and you have to have your catalog uploaded and all that kind of stuff. Do you, I mean, what is, do I have to use, can I use Ecamm as, with, with like Facebook live shopping, I guess is the question. So there's some of that technical stuff. I don't like to use Facebook stuff. Sorry, if they're listening. I'm sorry, Facebook. I want to use Ecamm because I can do cool stuff like you're seeing on screen. So kind of walk us through a little bit of that, like the technical stuff. What, what do you need? And, you know, can I use third party things to, you know, do shopping? Absolutely. So first off, Facebook live shopping is only available in the United States and in Thailand, because when I had first demoed Facebook live shopping, I did a YouTube video mm-hmm. and everyone was asking, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe check to see if your face, if your Facebook shop is actually already set up. And then you guys, I got an email from the product lead 
of Facebook live shopping. And I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) But he said like, I watched your video and I wanted to give you an additional um, slide deck that really goes through all the different features that Facebook live has to have, has to offer on mobile and on desktop. And I was like, Oh cool. I'm not in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So here's the thing is that if you're in the U.S. and the Thailand, you should have access to Facebook Live shopping. If you are in the U.S. and you realize you don't have it in your Facebook Creator Studio, what you would do is make sure that you actually have your address on your Facebook business page. Because if you don't have your Facebook business page Mm. address on there, then they don't know that you're actually in the U.S., right? So what happens then in Facebook Live Studio... What you would have to do is you would schedule your live broadcast and then you would go live directly into Facebook Live Studio. Now, I don't know about you, but every time that I've tried to use it solely as Facebook Live Studio, I didn't like it. Like my audio (laughs) and video are generally out of sync or it's choppy. It just ah, drives me nuts, right? So just like what Jeff was saying, I want to use Zcam. Why not? I have Mm -hmm. all my overlays, all the amazing things. And so... What you would do is you would schedule. We're gonna get geeky right now. Sure, that's good. <laughs> we're I love it. Schedule. Yeah, do it. We're gonna schedule the the Facebook Live broadcast using Facebook Live Studio, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna pull the custom RTMP and the server URL, and you're gonna put that into Ecam Live. Okay, so you're gonna go live on Ecam Live the way that you want it to, and then when you're live on Ecam Live, you have to go back to Facebook Live Studio and push the Go Live button. Mm. I know it's weird. Yeah. I, I, I pause there because I'm like, pause for emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you went live right. on Ecamm doesn't mean that you're live now right. on Facebook Live Studio. So go live here and then go live here. When you're live in Facebook Live Studio, when you're ready to promote, right? When you're ready to promote your product, you would then go into Facebook Live Studio and you would push feature product, right? That's if you already have it in your shop, which is probably the easiest thing to do. You would go into your shop and you're like, boom, let's show it. And then it shows up on desktop for your viewers. And it also shows up on mobile. Okay. If you don't have a shop, for those of you that just might have your consulting services, or you just want to drive them to another external link, that's not a part of Facebook shops, you could use the external link, right? Just drop a link in there. Use a bit.ly rebrandly. I feel like most people are using that these days. And then that works as well. The difference between something like Facebook Live Shopping and a LiveScale.tv is that LiveScale actually shows you the analytics, mm. right? So if, if I if if Eric if I'm producing the show and Eric is like, and here is the promo code, and because he did this, all of a sudden sales went like, poof. I'm like, right. Eric, do that again. I would be right. in the producer. I'm like, Eric, you want to do this again, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Eric, tell another joke, right? Make them laugh, right? Like. Get those sales. You don't dance, have monkey, that dance. in Facebook yeah. Live Shopping. <laughs> yeah, you don't have that in Facebook Live Shopping. Gotcha. Um, so I find that really fascinating. So if you're going to go that route with Facebook Live Shopping, go live on Ecamm and then push the big blue button. It's a big blue button on your live. And then when you're ready to be done, even if you end the broadcast on Ecamm, it doesn't self-destruct on Facebook Live. You still have to push that button. Otherwise, uh, you're just like... 
you're still on air and you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's worth the price of admission right there now, folks. That whole thing. Go back and rewatch that because that is genius. Now, I want to I want to bring up a question that uh, for like, let's say you are from the U.S. and this is from Three Season a Pod, which is a great name. Uh, how do I find out if Facebook Live Shopping is active on my account? Is there do you have to go dig for it or like do you get an email? I mean, how do you know that you have Facebook Live Shopping? This this is the part where I try to make it a habit to jump into Facebook Live Studio at least once a month mm. because they don't really announce it. <laughs> right. So you have to go in there and just poke around. So I would go into Facebook Live Studio. And if you don't know how to do that, just go to your business page, click on live and then boof. It's, it's pretty much it's going to pop up. There should be a tab that says um, live shopping. And then there's going to be a little question that says enable live shopping. You're like, yes. And once you click on that, then there are three different ways that you can feature your products is one, if it's already in your store. Second, if you want to build it on the fly, which I've actually done before. They're like, oh, you know, what's your live streaming gear again? I'm like, oh, here it is. And I would just upload gotcha. a photo description and boom, there it is. And then the third piece is really it's going to be your external, your external link. The other thing that I, I would mention is that. If you're doing this for clients, have your client, as you normally would as a remote live producer, just focus on the show. And then you would have a producer, which would be you, that is in Facebook Live Studio that's mucking around with like all the features like, oh, OK, on the run of show, you know, Jeff is going to mention this. Boom. Right. Then you bring it up on screen because when you're trying to do this and Jeff knows this right now, when you're multitasking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Right. It's like, oh, wait a second. Let's see. Let's see. So I, I find that to be really helpful if you're going to go down this route. And I highly, highly recommend that if you're already a live streamer, start dabbling into live shopping, because I can't tell you how often my phone is blowing up by people saying, can you help me produce a show? And sometimes it'll be like, it's on this day at this time. I'm like, oh, I'm in kindergarten during that time, <laughs> yeah. right? But not in it. You're teaching refer, it. You're teaching. Yeah, it. it's not, like yeah. I can refer Jeff over to you, and he'll take care of you. Very cool. So we do have another. Before we go to this, the, our last and final news item, I want to bring this up because I think this is, you know, we want to answer questions. So uh, this is from somebody in our group. Says a great tips and show. Love to know what audio kit Stephanie is using. The mic and the headset. Oh goodness! Now that it's working properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have I have the blue Yeti, which is pretty old school. I think it's I use about it yeah, I, I think mine is like about five years old now. The headset that I'm actually using are these bone conductor headphones. And everyone else has like the the ones that go into your ear. Yeah, yeah. Jeff has those. I I can't use those. Maybe I just have like teeny tiny ears, but they would always pop out. Mm. And I noticed that whenever I was going live, I would always be like, I was like digging in my ear. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, what? If somebody makes a gif of this right now, it'd be the most, it'd be the craziest thing, but this just sits right here. Very cool. And they're, um, they're called Vidon. They're so like 15 bucks. Eric got me onto these and Eric tell you, Michael Hyatt yeah. recommended these to you. I think I was, I, I was doing an interview. Uh, he was interviewing me actually. It was Michael Hyatt. This was years ago, 2015, 16. And, and I was, saying, Hey, what headphones are you using? And these, I, I forget what these are called, but I've got like, 
Uh, actually, you know what? Let me take two seconds. I'll be able to find them for you. The, but they fit in nicely. They fit over the ear. They're clear. Yeah. So you almost can't even they're tell like that they're there. They're $15. They're only like $15. Yeah, mean, right? I remember because yeah. I asked you. And so I had that one and I plugged it in because I had like the really, really right. long cord. That's what I have. And I think after a while, I was just, I was tripping over cords and I was like, this is not conducive to my lifestyle. Like I need to get up and close right. the door without yeah. taking yeah. my whole setup. I've yanked my, my <laughs> head back many times getting up with those on. The The only pr- thing is why I don't use, like a lot of people use Air, the AirPods Pro and are those is I've been the one time, and I think I may have been even interviewing some big person like Guy Kawasaki and my, um, my headphone, the Bluetooth got disconnected and I could not hear anything. And they were, I'm like, never again. So I always use plugged in stuff now just because that freaked me out. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. Yeah. So anyway, so um, by the way, we've been talking about them and I just make sure that if you are interested in all this cool stuff that Stephanie's talking about and I are talking about, about how she's going, you know, even using shopping uh, with a third party tool is Ecamm and we all love Ecamm. And if you'd like to find out more about it, go to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. It's the way we're doing all this cool stuff, um, all these overlays, and it's just an amazing piece of software if you have a Mac. So it's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm and that's EC. C-A-M-M. Did you find those earphones, Eric? I know you're looking for them. I did. Yeah. It looks like the clear is almost not existent anymore, but you can take a look and see what we're talking about. It's the M capital M E E audio M six. And just look for that and sweat proof sports, uh, in here, in ear headphones, you'll find what we're talking about. It's, it's, pretty simple and I'll dro- we'll drop the link in down below but yeah, uh, I, yeah. I actually have two I bought an, a, a spare set because I run over them all the time with my chair and I killed a couple so <laughs> yeah. anyway like Stephanie was talking about so Eric we're gonna let's go to our last and final section and this is an exciting one didn't work today but break this down for us what in the world is Amazon live because um, it's yeah. kind of amazing yeah yeah, this one's exciting because going live on Amazon and being able to sell things in a place that you're already people are already primed and looking to to buy things. You know, they've already like they're, they're not just saying here, take my money you're, like they're already they're they're st- their, their cards are already in there ready to go. So uh, but Stephanie, in your entrepreneur article that we were talking about earlier, you also were talking and mentioning uh, you're talking about and mentioning Amazon Live. And, and in fact, you actually wrote a whole other article about it for entrepreneur. So you know about this, which is great. We've got, you know, the expert in the room here. (laughs) So what can, what can you tell us about Amazon live in terms of what is it, how does it work? And can we get involved with this? Oh yeah. Here's the thing is that if you signed up for an Amazon influencer account, you most likely have beta access to Amazon live. And if you're already a live streamer, you're probably you probably get comments like we're getting today of like, hey, what headphones are those? What mic is that? Those are things that you could live stream about and just say, let me give you a tour of my studio. Boom. These are the Elgato lights that I have. And you could actually go ahead and live stream it. And it's I, I want to say it's as simple as, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we experienced that before the show. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there are certain requirements that you need to have in order for your broadcast to go through. I won't go into the nitty bitty details of it, but I will say have your run of show, be organized 
about it as well. When you go live, you definitely want to have like your thumbnail as you normally would. You would have your title, your description, and then have an idea of what products you automatically want to promote. Because when you're mentioning it during your show, you will have it like on your mobile device where you'll say, okay, and now feature this, boom. And then people will have an opportunity to purchase Mm -hmm. right then and there. So I find that really fun and exciting to do. Jim Fuse, a really good friend, he he took off with this. And I, I think now he interviews authors. That's mm-hmm. his thing, which I think is absolutely brilliant because you know that these authors are required to sell a, an X amount of books for their publishers. Right. And so when you give them an opportunity to be on a live streaming show where they could sell more of their books, that's going to be a really fun opportunity, right? And I also told people that was really exciting, my gosh, is if you keep an eye on Google Trends, what people are searching for throughout the whole entire year, that might be a really good opportunity for you to create tentpole programming for your show. So a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about this on Showrunner Seekers from the Set, we were talking about Valentine's Day is coming up. So if you did a show that said, you know, top 10 gifts to get for your husband or for your wife that are under $100, that would be an exciting show for people to tune into. The fact is, is that people are shopping on Amazon. They're looking for reviews. uh, They're looking for advice. And so if you can be that voice, that key opinion leader on it, then take advantage of it. (laughs) That's awesome. So... One of the things that was interesting to me that there doesn't seem to be many big brands like, I mean, there's a couple, but embracing Amazon Live, like you'd think, um, maybe it's just not maybe mainstream. Maybe they're kind of being cautious with live commerce. You know, they kind of wait and let everybody else screw it up first and then they jump in. So, so maybe they don't even know about it. So what makes live worth exploring for small business or influence who are actually working with brands? Let's say you already have a brand's, you know, partnership or, or something like that. Is there what could you pitch them about doing this? And and would it be something that you would recommend? Oh, this is fun. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, maybe I should have like my third cup of coffee. (laughs) If you're, if you're already working with brands and you're looking to get sponsorship for your show, what I would say is when you're pitching, you're not just pitching one episode, you're pitching in a whole entire series, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say for live streaming, you're going to talk about like, how to get started with live streaming. What are like the basic equipment that you can have? That would be like your first episode. The second episode would then be like, okay, what's the intermediate level, which would be like, now you're getting like the three point lighting, you're doing this, you're doing that. Then when you become a remote live video producer, where you're producing shows for other people, maybe you want to get a teleprompter, maybe you want to get this or that, but you're selling it as a package, right? And so when you do this with with brands, you want to make sure that you have your Amazon affiliate nailed down, you get your graphics and all of that other stuff and tie it into the seasonal trends. Because like I said, most people, when they're searching for something online, there's a trend for it. So you're either... You're, you're either piquing somebody's curiosity so much that they're just going to want to tune into the show or you're latching on to your everyday consumer habit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally, totally makes so, sense. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be a, a fun way for people to, to take advantage of Amazon live at this point. Not a lot of brands in general, like agencies, PR companies, um, most brands honestly don't have a live streamer 
or a video marketing department that knows live streaming. They know how to make produced videos. Right. Yeah. But they don't know, they don't have someone that could do live streaming. So this is why like, I look at you guys and I'm just like, take advantage of this. You know how to do all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pitch this, put this on your website, take a stab at it. As I mentioned earlier, you want to do small test pilots first create your case studies. And then now you say, I am an Amazon live producer. Own it, mm. own it. Right. Like Mary Fane Brandt, she says, I'm a LinkedIn live producer because not everyone else has access to LinkedIn live, but she can get your event on there. So same thing for you. If you have access to Amazon live, which you do, Jeff, then go for it. Yeah. I'm going to have some fun uh, with this thing. So uh, Eric, I know you had one, uh, one more question for uh, about this Amazon section. So go ahead and, and pull that up. Yeah. So my question is, is if I'm trying to, you know, as a, from a consumer standpoint, you know, how am I going to discover, uh, live streams? Cause I, at this point, I don't even know where I would go. I mean, I can go amazon.com and get lost in everything they're trying to yeah. get me to buy, but I don't know where I would go watch specifically somebody's live stream. So how do we discover those and vice versa, promote those to people to know it's available to come watch us showcase stuff? Yeah. See, this is the part where all three of us, we have the advantage because we've been live streaming for a very long time and we know the purpose of pre-promotion, right? Mm -hmm. So going back to like, if you're working with a nonprofit or a brand or a company, they probably don't know. So things that I find that have been very helpful, very different from what I did in 2020 is I now do calendar marketing. Do you guys know about this? Have you heard about this? Mm -mm. So what I do now is I say, if you want to watch any of my shows, don't even like sign up for the email, sign up for calendar marketing, which means that once you subscribe to the calendar feed, you now, my events now show up on your calendar. So it's already blocked mm. out of your calendar. Genius. Yeah. I find, yeah, exactly. I find that that is the smartest for my audience because we're busy. We're juggling multiple things. And when something's already blocked out on their calendar, they don't think twice about it. They just know to schedule things around it. And then when they see it, they're like, oh, it's a show. Oh, it's yeah. a show. And I use Eventable. And so like two minutes before the show even starts, the subscribers will get a notification on their phone that says like, hey, we're going to start soon. They're like, oh, what is that again? Boom. Open it up. And then the rebranding link will take them automatically into Amazon Live. Very cool. So when you started talking, people started asking some questions. So, um, uh, so somebody goes, I keep missing this show. Eventually I'll get to it at the right time. So that's, this is what you're talking about. Um, yes. and, uh, our pal Scott Ayers, um, says I'm so intrigued by Amazon live. Got to get me a dang iPhone or iPad so I can get it rolling. Come on, get off your dinosaur, Scott. Come on. Um, anyway, um, and then this is Jim Fuse, and I know because he's he's doing this. So uh, we're talking about discoverability. Um, he says he's going to have a Judy Fox on his Amazon Live show today at 4.30. So uh, go check him out. Then you go to Amazon.com forward slash live. And then his will be under the upcoming event. And you just scroll over to your see uh, Jim's show. And then you can subscribe and watch it and all that stuff. So make sure to check Jim's out. Go ahead. Okay. So that's what I was doing is I went to the Amazon live page and I started to see the other shows mm -hmm. and I started to look at the quality of the shows. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have your own case studies, your own overlays and all that other stuff, how easy would it be for you to pitch someone that already has Amazon live and say, Hey, I would love to help you out. Can I just, you know, produce your show once? 
And if they absolutely love it, they'll most likely hire you. That's genius. Yes. So that's a great tip right there. Another tweetable moment by Stephanie Liu. Um, and so uh, Scott goes on. He's so intrigued by Amazon Live. Got to get me. Oh, we already did this one. But he said um, there's another one from Scott that he said, oh, the cool thing is when you uh, tag a product during the live stream that you show up on that product page, but only while it's live. So I think that's really cool. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, he also asked, what tool are you using for the calendar subscription? Eventable. Eventable. So Eventable is the one that I have. Um, and it's, it's so cool because on the back end, I let, I obviously, I love analytics. And so on the back end, I can see who has subscribed to a series of shows. So it's not just like one, like that's my whole thing. It's not just one video. Mm -hmm. It's a whole entire show. So you could either promote that one Amazon live if you wanted to, or you could say the whole series of social media news live just subscribe to it. And every time you add a new event, it will automatically pop up on their calendar. So Eventable is what I use. It shows me how many subscribers and it shows you like the increase week after week. You could actually see their emails, which I find very helpful because I've done a giveaway where I said like, mm -hmm. hey, you want to you want to win Restream, <laughs> right? Then subscribe <laughs> to my calendar. And I would verify like, okay, did did Eric actually subscribe to the calendar? Cause then I could go into eventable and see that he did. I'm like, okay, great. He earned one entry. Very cool. That's, that's genius. So I want to go back to like, okay, we've talked about two things. We talked about Facebook a lot. We've talked about Amazon and how cool that is kind of the newcomer getting on that and, and starting to do some shows there. Is there a, any advantage for live streaming on Amazon versus, uh, versus Facebook? You know, which one would you pick? Are there tools to let you, could you do both? Cause that's where I start getting like super nerdy. It's like, oh, what if I did this with restream and went over here? So would you recommend that? Or what, what are your thoughts, Amazon versus Facebook for live shop? Yeah, I would say, well, from what I've seen, right, is when you go live on Facebook and you're using Facebook Live Producer with Ecamm, you could at least still pull in, the, you could still see the comments, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. I could use Ecamm to share my screen. Sorry, this is getting really nerdy. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's all right. Um, they can go back and replay this and yeah. listen back yeah. and rewind, you know, give, drop the knowledge. Yeah, what I would say is the advantage of Facebook Live is like that's where your friends are, mm -hmm. right? So if if Sean Doc Boyd is like, oh my god, look at this this mini, this Mac Mini M1, I'm 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 probably going to be messaging like my brother. I'm like, hey, should I get this? Right. <laughs> hey, watch this right now with me. Look, he just said this. What do you think? Like, pull me out of this. I'm an impulse buyer right now. I think that's the advantage of Facebook Live. The other nice thing about Facebook Live is that when you're tagging a product right? In the actual desktop, your product will be right there. So when I share it into a group, like, Hey, Ecamm live folks, check this out. Everyone will see that, right? Everyone will see that. And so now you have this portability, that shareability with your Facebook live on Amazon live. What I like about it is <laughs> what I like about it is if they click your link and even if they don't buy, but they buy something else on Amazon, right. you still right. get credit for it. <laughs> yes. yes. Sometimes I don't know about you, but I will hop into my Amazon affiliate dashboard. I'm like, I never sold. I never mentioned yeah. like a bidet on camera, but here it is, you know, like one of my viewers. That was <laughs> one me. Of my viewers I, said, I bought hey. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Hey, you know, he bought the bidet and the switch pod, whatever mm -hmm. it works. Mm -hmm. They work together. <laughs> well, that's that's the beauty of Amazon is because once you get sent there for one thing, 
you then see all the other things that you want. You see all the things you want. So you go on a shopping spree and then we, as the person who directed them there, get credit. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So Eric, last question, and then we'll uh, wrap this show up. So this is uh, this is an interesting one. So. Yeah. So we talked a little bit already about tools, but is there anything specific or, you know, tool wise to go live on Amazon? Um, and you know, let's, let's lower the barrier to entry if possible. Can we go just from a desktop and an external camera or do we want to do mobile or do we want to up our game and have like studio stuff? And you know, what's, what's the threshold here? I I would say the threshold is relatively the same as going live on Facebook. You could go live on mobile which is totally fine. It just, it's going to look different, right? Cause <laughs> I, and I've tried this cause when we did master chef Claudia's trust leches cake, I had first started and I was like, okay, I'm going to hold my phone right. for three hours <laughs> as you bake this cake. I yeah. lost my oh. mind. Right. And so I think when you are doing external cameras, doing, doing the actual scene switching, it gets your audience engaged because you're like, what's going to happen next, right? Our brains are always thinking like, oh, what's happening in the corner of my eye? What's happening in the actual newsfeed? And so when you're able to do different cameras, do different overlays, it keeps them engaged and it keeps them really excited. So for me, I feel like whenever I, I live stream, I'm always going to try to do it on desktop. If it's ever on my mobile, this is just a lights camera live thing, but it's ever if it's on mobile, it's usually like a confessional or an impromptu, <laughs> but a show, show, show will always be on desktop. Yeah. And one of the things I do want to say, if, if you remember, if you've been streaming for a while, if you remember when you first had to uh, go live with Periscope, you had to start it on your phone and then you take your, your desktop and stream it over there. That's the same way it is right now with Amazon Live. That's why we had some issues today is I did a test and it worked. But then when I went live, it did not. Uh, and it had to do just like Periscope used to do with you had to have the exact um, the streaming properties set correctly. And that's why it didn't go through today. So anyway, uh, but that, it's kind of weird. You, you started on your, you can use your desktop. I could use this great setup and everything and then go live yeah. to, to Amazon live. So I just wanted to make yeah. sure everybody knew about that. Yeah. Someone left a comment here and says, it's amazing how, how people with just a cell phone can sell a lot too. I mean, kudos to them. Kudos to them. Cause some people have that amazing personality where they're like, here's a steam cleaner. Here's my TikTok. Right. <laughs> you know? And they'll sell, they'll sell steam cleaners. But I just know that being a live streamer for so long, it just feels more on brand for me to have like this whole setup. Right. And I, it's also, it's also probably an excuse. I don't have like an elite mobile setup. It's just this and a switch pod. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's yep. like, okay, how do I get like the best audio and whatnot? Yeah. Very cool. So one of the cool things that somebody brought up with comments was like, um, I think Twitch has so much potential. And then, you know, by the way, doesn't Amazon own Twitch? Do you think they'll ever integrate? I mean, I know Twitch is really for gamers and stuff, but I mean, they own this kind of robust platform. Do you think that they'll continue because of Twitch using some of those? Because, you know, you can do all sorts of things on Twitch and, you know, have, you know, get, you know, Over tips and all that stuff. We're going to have, we're going to have planet. Amazon soon, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> we're going exactly. to hop on a space shuttle and just let's go to Amazon. Right. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's definitely going to be a possibility there. It's just a matter of who's going to lead that initiative at this right. point. I, we'll eventually get there. Um, at this point right now, I would say 
start handling your run of show, getting your gear, start getting those ideas. The, the big, big advice that I got from Sean Cannell was, you know, take a look at those Google trends. What are people searching for right now and create your content strategy, your tentpole programming around that. For those of you that are remote live video producers and you're looking for clients, seriously, go to Amazon live, take a look at the shows, critique the ones where you're like, Hey, I, I think I like this product and I would love to work with them. Let me show them what I can do. Things that I've told people that I've worked for them is like, get the actual product yourself. Do your own product review because how many of you actually look at the Amazon reviews? I do. Mm -hmm. And then not that many people actually do videos. So do a short snippet of a video. Get yourself on their radar because now the big brand is like, did did Eric just make a video? Who is this Eric? Right? And they're going to Google you and find out more about you. And then they're going to want to work with you. Who and so there Eric are so many of? different ways. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many different ways that you can leverage this and build a business around it. Honestly. Yeah. So great comments, you guys, this is, I mean, this is one you're going to want to go back and rewatch because yeah. this is the future. This is where things are going. Stephanie is always on the cut, cutting edge. I do want to bring up a comment. Um, Ian Anderson Gray, my friend, well, he used to be my friend, says Jeff Beard doesn't look so good on mobile. You are now banned, my friend, uh, by the way. Uh, but but seriously, Stephanie has done a ton, uh, just such, she's on the cutting edge, like I said. So Stephanie, where can people find out more about you? Sign up for that calendar thing that you were talking about to get all your shows let us let us know where we can we can do that yeah absolutely so the best way to find out like anything that i write anything that i push out there regarding live streaming in general is going to be at lightscameralive.com i have three different shows there's lights camera live which is all about how to take your live stream from unknown to unforgettable it's where i get to interview amazing folks Digital Confetti is about repurposing your content. Showrunner Secrets from the Set is really all about how to have a successful live video production. All of that is at lightscameralive.com. So I talk like, I talk a lot about a different, a lot of different subjects. As far as subscribing to the calendar, you would go to lightscamera.live forward slash add, and it'll just add all of the events to your calendar. And if you want to show up, show up. If you're like, oh, you know, I'm not interested in learning how to make money on Amazon Live today. You could just delete the event if you want to. Awesome. So um, I also want to give a big shout out to my co-host, Eric Fisher. Uh, Eric, you know, uh, t- you have an amazing podcast as well. So make sure to tell people where they can find you and what you're doing and also what's going on with Agora. Yeah. So podcast is productivity based. It's conversations. Had a great one about decision making uh, with a productivity, with, with a, a uh, poker player. It's yeah. productivity and poker don't usually go together, but they do in this case. It's all about decision making. You're going to want to check that one out. Um, it's Annie Duke. And then next week, Agora Pulse is putting on the Social Pulse Summit Instagram edition. It is free. Go to summit.agorapulse.com. Register to attend live or do the replays. If you know you can't make it, don't don't miss out because of that. Like, like uh, Stephanie was just talking about with calendar stuff. Get this, still get this. Don't miss out. Go and get 30 plus breakout sessions, live keynotes, etc. Wednesday, February 24th, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, Social Pulse Summit, Instagram edition. Go to summit.agorapulse.com. 
Awesome. And don't forget my awesome, th- awesome people who help make this possible. Ecamm with their amazing overlays and being able to, you know, you know, do all this cool stuff that you see. And Stephanie talked a lot about it that now has broken my brain and I have got to go back and watch stuff. But go to social media newslive.com forward slash ecamm. That's social media newslive.com forward slash ecamm to find out more. And with, as always, this is a podcast as well. We'd love for you guys to go to Apple or your favorite podcast player and leave a rating and review. Our next show is on Friday, February 26th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And you can find us always on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and soon Amazon. And thank you, Stephanie, so much for being here. Thank you, Eric, for being an awesome co-host. And we'll see all you guys. Thank you for all your great comments and questions. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Social Media News Live.